Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Just Another 20-something with me, Marissa. How are we doing today? I told ya, here we are again. Second week in a row. <laughs> We're starting anew. Um, today is an exciting day for me because I just got my first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Hell yeah, baby. I got Moderna and it hurt. <laughs> um, I don't love shots, but you know what? I'm helping the world, so I guess I can suck it up for one little shot. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I'm happy to be a part of science and be able to do my part um, to stop the pandemic. So hell yeah to that. Um, I'm a little nervous for the next shot though. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I just, I, I don't want a bunch of side effects. Obviously, um, who knows what'll happen because it affects everyone differently. I mean, one of my friends had no symptoms the next day. One of my other friends had a fever. Um, some people are out for like multiple days. So I don't really know what's going to happen. Me and my mom decided that we're going to bank it off of um, what her reaction is and what my brother's reaction is. Because if they, you know, are just out for like too long, then I'm like, okay, then I know what to expect. And I can tell my work and be like, hey, so I'm getting the second shot and I might be gone for a long time. Where I feel like this first one isn't too bad. I feel completely fine. Literally no problems at all. So that's good. And I don't want that to discourage anyone from getting the vaccine because it is okay if you have side effects. That just means the vaccine is working and it's doing its job. But I also totally get um, not wanting to feel sick because I can relate to that. I don't want to feel sick. I rather, I would rather just feel great all the time. But anyway, yeah, so I'm super excited to be vaccinated and I'm excited for the pandemic to be over. <laughs> I don't know when that'll be, but Hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, let's see. What else has been exciting? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> let's just, you know, start talking about today's episode. Today, I'm super excited because I finished a book. Yeah, you heard it right. I know for every favorites podcast that I've done in the last um, few months, I'm always like, okay, and this is my favorite book, even though I haven't read it. And that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I can't keep doing that, you know? Like, I can't be saying, oh, look at this book that I did, and wow, and no. This time, though, I did read a book, and hilariously enough, it's not the book that I mentioned in either of those favorites podcasts. <laughs> nope. Um, this book is called The X Talk by Rachel Solomon. And I'm really excited because today I'm going to talk all about this book and my review on it. Um, just kind of like our movie reviews, but a book review, which is kind of fun. I want to do that for all the books that I read because um, maybe it'll hold me accountable to keep reading and keep doing the things. And so I'm really excited um, also because, first of all, I'd just like to say this book was a very easy read. It's just like a classic romantic comedy kind of book. And I love those books. So if you don't like um, romance books, you're not going to probably love this one. It's not like heavily, well, no, they talk about romance quite a bit. <laughs> it's not like a romantic novel, like if you know what I mean. Like it's not like those. Technically, it's just a novel. That's what it says. But um, it's probably under, like, the romantic comedy genre. Um, so, I mean, that's what it says. It says, public radio co-hosts navigate mixed signals in this sparking, sparkling romantic comedy debut. So, yeah. So, it's, you know, it's just like a romantic comedy movie put into a book. And I really enjoyed it. It's very cheesy, but it's sweet. And, um... There's definitely like some parts that I'm going to talk about that I didn't like because, I mean, it wouldn't be me if I wasn't complaining about something. <laughs> but overall, I would say this book is probably like a 7.5 out of 10. Like, not bad. Um, so yeah, so let's just dive right into it. So, the X Talk. We meet 
our um, protagonist of the book. Her name is Shay Goldstein. She's um, kind of this quirky, um, shy girl. She's 28, I think, in this. Either 28 or 29. Actually, I think she's 29. And she's worked at... Um, She's worked at Pacific Public Radio for over 10 years. She's in love with radio, and um, she's just, once she went out of college, she just went straight into work, and this is what she's been doing for her entire life. Um, her dad was really into radio, and we learn that her dad had passed away when she was 18, so she has had a hard time dealing with that, and so we, it talks about that a lot in this book. And so this is also based in Seattle, by the way. So this is also another reason why I was really excited to get this book, because if you guys don't already, I posted on my um, Just Another 20-something Instagram. I was posting on a story. I was trying to do one of those like vlog-style stories, like follow me around while I do this. Um, I haven't done one since because I'm literally the worst at social media. I always forget that you can post things <laughs> or like like literally when I started the follow me around I like ended it at like 2 p.m. because I was like oh yeah I was doing this like I literally just forget so catch me probably never being an Instagram influencer I seriously don't know how people do it then again I guess if it's my job maybe it's easier but yeah so I posted on my story being like should I buy this book it's literally about like podcasts I mean, it's mostly about public radio, but they do also have podcasts in this. So it's like public radio slash podcast based in Seattle. Like, this is my brand. This is me. Should I buy this book? And um, everyone said yes. So I bought it. Um, so yeah, so it's really fun because they definitely like put little anecdotes about Seattle. Like they'll reference like Capitol Hill a lot or like Green Lake and like stuff like that, like places that I know which is fun. They also definitely have some other things about Seattle that I'm just like, I wonder if this person is even from Seattle. Actually, why don't we take a little look-see? Let's take a little five-minute pause and see if this woman is from Seattle. Rachel Lynn Solomon. Where are you from, miss? Where are you from? Oh, she does live in Seattle. Huh. Well, you know, she kind of makes her, um, <laughs> she makes it sound like she's not from Seattle because sometimes the little, the little anecdote she gives about it seems just so stereotypical. Like she'll be like, oh, classic Seattle, it's raining again. And I mean, like, yes, we rain here. We get it. But, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's what every... Like, every book or every movie that's based in Seattle, they just are like, oh, it's raining. Oh, we rain. It's like, okay, not all the time, okay? <laughs> like, right now, it's sunny and beautiful and not rainy. Anyway, not important. So, <laughs> back to the book. So, we meet Shay. She, yeah, so she's, um, she has black hair um, with these big bangs, and she never knows what to do with it. Which, let me just say, I hate when women are portrayed this way and I know that these women exist like I'm not trying to be mean but I just hate I hate it when people write these books about women and they're like oh yeah like I just put my hair in a ponytail because I didn't know what to do with it and I'm never gonna learn and I just don't really care about that and I'm just like ugh, it's just boring that's just boring to me I don't like those descriptors on women who cares if she does put effort into her appearance who cares or who cares if she doesn't I don't this isn't like so pertinent to her personality like I don't care that she wears her hair in a ponytail every day because she doesn't know what to do with it because that's exactly what Shay does there's so many times where it's like oh your hair is in a ponytail and then of course just the classic like she takes her hair out of the ponytail and the guy which I'll get to is like oh my gosh I, I like your hair out of the ponytail and I'm like oh my god come on so she's like your classic nerd but she's a nerd for public radio um and so she has like literally immediately we get to learn that she hates this guy Dominic Young who um works at the station with Shay 
and he is new he's only freshly graduated because he makes the point to talk all about his master's degree and he will never let that go so he's probably about 24 and then she's 29 so that is interesting that like you know obviously we know that these are the love interests so it's like the love interest is with the girl being older which um this is just like me in my head and I think it's just you know me being stupid but I can never picture like an older girl being with a younger guy so like when I'm reading this and I'm like you know playing the visions in my head of like what everything looks like and what's happening I like can't I can't picture her older so that was hard for me even though I know she is um and yeah so he is you know supposedly very very cute but um she doesn't think so at first classic because she hates them they have this rivalry and they're constantly bickering constantly having a hard time whatever and he's just very serious like he's like I want to do real radio like I want to be talking about the hard-hitting stuff and Shay right now is just a producer for this show called the Puget Sounds which is kind of cute (laughs) I like that name Puget Sounds um because I mean for one I live in the Puget Sound and two it's like you know it's kind of creative kind of cute um but yeah so it's the Puget Sounds it's kind of just like I don't want to say like a filler piece but like they talk about very like basic stuff like in the beginning this first one that they were doing was that uh they were doing like a piece on dogs and they were gonna like interview like a dog specialist so if that doesn't give you any indication on what that's about that's what Puget Sounds is and she had been the producer for 10 years you know whatever so Dominic then is like hey by the way I have a really big story that I want to talk about because he's never been on air and he's like I want to say it I want to talk about it and so he went to Kent who is like you know the head of um of the public radio station and he's like I want to say this piece and Kent was like yeah sure whatever and so he's like yeah go on Puget Sounds and say it and so Shay's like are you kidding me so she's super pissed off she hates this guy um but when he talks about his little like news piece which is basically just that like the mayor is really sketchy I think kind of forget this was very very anticlimactic but yeah so basically yeah the the mayor has been like sketchy and everyone just went crazy everyone was like oh my gosh Dominic is amazing I like love what he's saying because they get like callers you know to call in and they'll ask questions and whatever and so Shay's pissed off because she's like hello he interrupts my show apparently he does better than I do and this is too much for me so that's how it starts off we know that Shay hates um Dominic Dominic is just like you know this very stoic 24 year old which is odd and yeah so that's our little opening scene then we kind of get to know more a little bit more about um Shay and her family dynamic so Shay's mom obviously is a widow since her husband died and she had been dating this guy who she worked with at the Seattle Symphony, which is amazing. Um, They both like sat right next to each other in their little violin area and he also is a widow. So they, you know, got together, found love and um, the mom, which I forget her name. (laughs) I don't even know if they say, no, they just say my mom. Um, so Shay's mom, um, they all go out to dinner. It's like Shay, her mom, this guy, I think his name is Phil, um, Amina, who is Shay's best friend and her boyfriend, TJ, they all go out to dinner, you know, just having a grand old time. I think they like hang out a lot as like a family, those five some, and, um, Shay's mom ends up proposing to Phil and they say yes. So that's kind of also... A big plot point throughout the whole book is Shay kind of figuring out how she feels about this new guy coming in and not necessarily like taking the role of her father but more of just like okay it's time to move on from like grieving my father which also spoiler alert she has a very hard time with 
dealing with the death of her dad and it's talked about a lot like you can tell that that has affected the relationship she's been in the friendships that she's made what she's chosen for a career what she does in her life like she's very stagnant because um of her dad passing away and she can never get over it so that's a little interesting um I feel like I've mentioned this before, but usually when I read a book, I am not a huge fan of the main character. And shocker of the day, I'm not a huge fan of Shay. <laughs> it's sometimes she's good and sometimes I'm like, yeah, okay. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God. And I don't want to make it be like, she needs to move on from her dad, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, she sort of needs to move on from her dad. <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, I cannot relate to it in any way because my dad has not died. Um, and I've never had to go through a parent dying. And so I have no idea how that feels. Maybe this is totally normal and it probably is or whatever. I'm just being cynical because I can. So I don't love that, you know, her... Her father's death has inflicted so many things of her life, especially because she is like 29, like going into 30. And I'm not saying you need to have everything together at 30 because you definitely don't. And I probably won't when I'm 30, like guaranteed. I still don't really know what I'm doing with my life. So how would I know what I'm doing, you know, seven years from now? Actually, it's more like six and a half. Uh, but anyway, so I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, you know, but there's just some things that she does that annoys me. And I feel like it is because she's just like not moving forward with her life. And so one of the things that she talks about a lot um, in regards to like how her dad affected her relationships is that she's been in a bunch of like just casual relationships. And then she says, I love you like really fast. And then the guys are like, oh my God, um, bye. And then they leave. And then she's really upset and blah 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 and so I don't really understand how her father dying made her do this but that's what she claims it's from <laughs> and yeah so she's just kind of weird um, when it comes to relationships because she's just like they never love me and they just leave and I'm just too I get attached too quickly and blah 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 so I'm like oh yeah that's annoying I can see why people think that's annoying <laughs> so anyway so back to back to what we were talking about so the mom proposes to phil great um shay has to then you know try to figure out how to move on from her dad's death and like how to move forward and amina her best friend is um, having a bunch of interviews for this job out in virginia and so that also hurts Shay. See, maybe this is what I'm not liking about Shay. She's turning all of these situations that are supposed to be happy for, like, the people in her life. And she's turning it around to make it be like, well, how does this affect me? And how am I upset by it? Because, like, when her mom proposed to Phil, she, like, immediately was, like, upset, didn't know how to feel about it, whatever. Which, I mean, like, I can understand, but at the same time... It's been 10 years since your dad died. Um, your mom has been extremely happy with this other guy. You know, try and be happy for her. And, like, also at the same time, like, Phil and her mom have been dating for, I mean, I don't know how long, but, like, at least a good amount of time to where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm used to him. I'm used to his family. And I'm used to all of us being together. So what is literally the difference of them then getting married? Because she does make a comment. She's like, oh, I didn't think I'd be going to my mom's wedding before mine. And it's like, ugh, I hate that. Like, don't do that. Just be happy for your mom. Like, who cares if your mom gets married before you do? That literally, this isn't like her first marriage. This is her second marriage. And even if it is her first marriage, who cares? Ugh, I don't know. So that kind of bugged me. And then when Amina's like, you know, interviewing for this other company, she's like, ugh, but if Amina leaves, then I have no friends. And what am I going to do without her? And it's like, okay, girly, you need to make some new friends. You need to get up and get going on your life. And this is annoying. But luckily she does have some character development. So thank God for that. <laughs> anyway, so this is all happening. Um, and, you know, she's going off about how she like hates Dominic to Amina. And 
I mean, it's just like, um, is he cute? Like, do we, do we like this guy? And she's like, no, how could you ever say that this guy is cute? And then, of course, we, like, get some inner dialogue. And she's like, well, I guess he's sort of cute. Like, he shows his forearms a lot. And that's, like, pretty hot. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, fast forward. Um, the After, you know, the whole thing happened with Dominic and the mayor and everything, like, he really blew up. Everyone was really liking him. Um, but Kent pulls everyone um, together from the, you know, public radio station and is like, so... We are going to have to make some budget cuts. And uh, these budget cuts, you know, like we are going to have to take away um, some of our shows and we're going to have to let people go, you know, whatever. So it turns out almost everyone is going to be freaking fired from this. I mean, like Dominic isn't even a part of a show. I think he's just like, I don't even know what he's doing. Um, but since he doesn't like have a show to be a part of, they're like, okay, you're cut. Um, Shay has a risk of getting cut because her show Puget Sounds is just like kind of the lowest rating show. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, can't afford to keep that on. So they're going to cut that. And so they come up with a huge meeting trying to come up with some ideas of some shows on like, cause you know, if they get like a good show idea, they're going to pitch it. They're going to like make it happen. And then they can keep some people on. Obviously still some people are going to get fired. So they're trying to figure this all out. They're at the meeting and um, they're throwing ideas out there. And, you know, Shay lands on an idea of like, oh, um, what about like, like a romance show or like, you know, something about relationships. And of course, Dominic's like, ugh that's not real news like what are we doing that's so stupid and Shay's like okay Mr. Smartass like not all news needs to be like super serious and dark like we need some other stuff going on and so Kent was like oh yeah like I like I like relationships but like what can we do to make it more interesting and so people were like oh what if we had like a couple give advice and he was like okay whatever and then Shay goes what if we had a couple of exes do the show together, give some advice on like, you know, relationship stuff from two people whose relationship ended and everyone went crazy over that idea. And it's really funny because I try to think like, would I listen to a podcast with two exes talking about relationships? Possibly. I might actually, that does sound a little interesting (laughs) because so everyone goes crazy over this they're like that's a great idea that's amazing but who are we gonna do like who who are those people gonna be and you know Dominic is like oh that's stupid and then so they're bickering during this meeting Shay and Dominic like for everyone to see um and then the meeting ends and Kent calls both of them into his office and so he's like so by the way um you know, you guys were doing a lot of bickering back there. Didn't love that. Um, also, you guys are both most likely going to be let go unless you do that show that you pitched. And Shay was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you guys are going to be the exes in that podcast show. And you're going to pretend that you were dating and then you broke up and then here you are. And Dominic's like, well, I don't really want to lie. Like, that's not the point of journalism and radio and stuff. Like, I'm not going to create this huge fabricated lie. And um, Shay, of course, is like, oh, like, I don't want to lie either. But at the same time, I don't want to be jobless. So Kent's like, okay, think about it, you know. Um, But yeah, you should you should lean towards doing it. Because if you're not going to do it, you're going to be... You're out of the company, out of a job. So Shay's freaking out because this is all she's ever done for her entire life. And she's also kind of nervous because she's like, she's been a producer for 10 years. She's never been the actual host of a show. And so she's like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know, you know, like what's going to happen. I don't know. So she calls Dominic and it's like, hey, let me take you out to dinner. I need to talk to you. Obviously trying to pitch the idea to him like, please, please, please do the show with me. And so they go out to dinner and she literally begs him 
and is like, sir, I swear to God, you need to do the show with me. And he somehow gives in, you know, he's like, okay, fine. And they shake on it. They're just going to do it for six months. They're going to lie, you know, because it's basically the whole premise. They're going to have to pretend that they're exes and they're going to do the show. So that's basically what happens. They tell Kent, the they get the ball rolling. Um, they have this girl, Ruthie, as um, their producer, uh, who was also like co-producing with Shay earlier on the Puget Sound show. So Ruthie gets to keep her job and they're just working together and they're trying to make it work. So this ends up obviously with Shay and Dominic spending a lot more time together. They're gonna have to start to get to know each other because now they have to pretend that they were dating for three months and then broke up and now, you know, are doing the show together. And so this is obviously where the romance starts to kick in. Shay is constantly like looking at him, very much like, oh wow, like he's really cute, like, but I hate him. <laughs> like, oh, but I don't know, but like he is very nice to look at. And so that happens a lot. There is this one scene that I kind of want to like read a little snippet from just because it's like, it's so weird. I mean, it's like weird, but also interesting. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, okay, here it is. So they're late at the office one night, you know, obviously trying to like get their show all ready. Like they're pulling out their script, seeing how they're gonna talk and like auditioning or auditioning. I read the word auditioning. They're practicing, you know, how they're going to sound, whatever. So they end up drinking while they're doing this, which I don't know why that was a good idea. But anyway, so there's this scene. I'm literally going to read it because it's so weird. <laughs> but like, ugh, you'll just have to see it. So, so preface, they have been drinking. Shay is going into the break room to get some water. Dominic follows her. When I can't reach the water glasses on the top shelf, he easily grabs one and hands it to me, showing off one of his particular, particularly enviable 6-3 superpowers. Muster thank you as I hold it up under the refrigerator tap. We still haven't figured out why we broke up, he says, leaning against the counter opposite the fridge. Maybe we should keep it simple. Working together and dating got to, to be too much for us. That's not very exciting. It's fitting that we can't agree. Maybe you were intimidated by my raw sexual energy. I nearly choke on a sip of water. That's how unexpected this is coming from him. But hey, I can play this game too, especially with alcohol loosening my lips. Or, <laughs> or you were never able to get me to orgasm. I've never had that problem before, he says without missing a beat. With just the two of us in this darkened space, I'm aware of how small the break room actually is. He shouldn't have followed me in here. I could have climbed onto the counter and grabbed a glass myself because short people are nothing if not skilled counter climbers. But when he, but then he wouldn't be standing there in one of his top 10 infuriating leans, eyeing me from beneath a truly impeccable pair of lashes. Like, see, she's getting crazy. So the alcohol takes over. So we had a good sex life then. One corner of his mouth kicks upward. Maybe we weren't having sex. Something horrific happens then. I let out this completely non-human sound, a mix between a snort and a laugh and a gulp. I shrink back until my shoulder blades hit the wall. What, you thought sleeping with me was a given, he says? Is my fictional self really that quick to put out? Oh my god, no, no, no. I was just, if we were dating for three months, then probably. I mean, maybe we didn't, but... He's full on smiling now, as though amused by my incoherent babbling. I bring the water glass to my face so I can hide behind it. My sweater is draped across my desk, but I'm too warm in this thin black t-shirt. He's six three. He's a six three heat lamp. Shay, he says in a low voice, teasing. He inches forward, reaching forward to take the water glass away from my face and holding it level with my shoulder. Honestly, I'm flattered. Then he taps the cold rim of the glass against my cheek gently, gently. A friendly little pat that sends my heart into overdrive. When he moves it away, I reach towards my face, holding a few fingers against the cold spot there. So anyway, that's the whole scene that I wanted to read because it seems so, <laughs> it seems so weird to me because I'm trying to picture like 
obviously this is supposed to be like a very sexual moment very intense the tension is rising um but i'm gonna be honest if a guy took my water glass and then held it up to my face and then took it away i don't know (laughs) i don't know if i'd be super turned on but she's turned the freak on i mean i guess they're also like staring at each other so maybe that could do it i don't know that scene just made me feel really weird i mean (laughs) reading it was fine but like she was just so like she doesn't let this scene go for a while like she keeps thinking about it for a long time and i'm just like okay but like don't you feel like a little weird from this situation I don't know, but she doesn't. She really liked that. And since that moment, she can't stop thinking about Dominic. She's just like, oh, shit. I really want to have sex with this guy. He's really hot, but I thought I hated him. But maybe he's not that bad. I don't really know. Blah. So anyway, (laughs) they start um, obviously doing their show. And it starts becoming a hit. Everyone really likes it, even though, you know, they're lying on air, which they were very nervous about. Um... But everyone buys straight into it because they have this really great chemistry. Their bickering just sends everyone a frenzy and everyone's like, oh my gosh, I want them to get back together, whatever. So anyway, this part is also really weird to me to where I'm like, this doesn't even really make sense. But for some reason, Kent is like, okay, I feel like you guys, you know, oh, this is what it was. This is what brought it up. So they have callers on to the public radio, um, onto the show. And so they have a caller call in and he's like, you know, I don't really believe that you guys dated before this. Like, I don't believe this. And this is also kind of like a little bit of a weird plot thing for me. I personally could care less if the person wasn't actually a couple. I mean, unless I was super invested but like you know they make this huge deal of them being like oh you're lying to everyone like you didn't actually date but I don't know why that's such a big deal if they didn't date like I don't feel like that's this huge lie that I would just be so heartbroken over but everyone is so this guy that calls in he's like I don't think you guys really dated I can't see anything on social media like he's stalking them trying to figure out if they really dated like do you just have nothing else to do with your time if you don't think this radio couple really dated like that just seems weird to me so he's going on and on and Shay and Dominic like you know they handle it well they're just like oh well we were you know we didn't want anyone in the office to know so there's no pictures and you know blah 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 and you know they end the call and so Kent calls them into their office later and he's like okay that wasn't good like people need to believe that you guys have dated. So I'm going to send you away on a weekend trip and you guys are going to spend the entire weekend on Orcas Island and um, get to know each other because, uh, you know, you need to, you need to make it seem like you guys actually dated. And that's again, weird to me. (laughs) Why would this happen? Like why, what? Why would, why would your boss send you on a trip to get closer with your, I don't know. I don't know. But I also left out a big plot point before this. So right before the boss calls them in for this, um, Shay and Dominic are spending a lot of time together. You know, they're hanging out and, um, Shay is constantly like, oh, I wonder if he likes me. Like, I feel like he might like me, but I also don't know if I like him and you know, whatever. So it's going back and forth a lot. And um, Dominic asks her out to drinks one night. And she's like, oh, I can't. I have to feed my dog. Um, Because she also buys a dog in the book and whatever. So he's like, oh, wow, good excuse. Like, he thinks that she's lying. And he's like, no, I I really have to feed my dog. So she ends up staying at home. And he goes out. But then he's drunk and is texting her. And so he gets really, really drunk to where she has to go pick him up from the bar and make sure he gets home okay. So while this is all happening, um, he, she gets him back to the house okay. He's like sobered up a little bit and um, they end up kissing for a moment. And Shay then freaks out because she's like, oh, holy shit, what is happening? And Dominic's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
And so he was like, oh, um, let's let's just like forget this happened. She's like, yeah, we'll, we'll forget it ever happened. I don't want to even think about it ever again. But, you know, of course. Um, but of course, her inner dialogue is like, oh, but I kind of don't want to forget about it. And I wonder if he actually really does want to forget about it. And it's like, ugh. Some of those parts are what really bother me is her inner dialogue because she's constantly thinking that this guy cannot possibly be into her. And that is also a thing that I don't like um, in characters that people write about women. Like, why why does it have to be this thing where the woman is so worried if the guy likes them? Like, let's let's focus more on whether the girl actually likes the guy. Like can't that be a thing like it's just so annoying to constantly have this character who's like weak and feeble and she just wants the guy to just fall in love with her and everything will be okay when she does and it's like ew (laughs) ew who cares I don't care about this so those parts would always get me annoyed because it's so painfully obvious that Dominic likes her there's so many things that he does in this book that he literally will be like you're so beautiful (laughs) and like you're really amazing at what you do and blah 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 and she's like oh I can't believe he just like doesn't really want to be with me it's like yes he does yes he literally does if you just had a conversation with him whatever anyway so fast forward again they go on the trip and um they literally cannot go one day without having sex (laughs) because she brings up she's like I can't stop thinking about that kiss and he's like me either and then they just you know go straight into it and then the next day, you know, they don't, they don't talk about it. And, um, so the next day, you know, after the trip, she drives back to his place and drops him off and then he kisses her goodbye. And she's like, oh, that's interesting. And so, um, they have another conversation later and they're like, okay, we probably shouldn't be a couple because of the show. And like, that would probably be bad. And we need to pretend that we're not together. So... He then, um, they decide to be casual. We'll just casually hook up and it'll be fine and it won't be messy at all. Totally. So (laughs) they then, you know, like have casual sex over and over and over again. They're like sneaking around, whatever. Again, it's obvious that these people are falling for each other, but no one says anything. Again, Dominic's constantly like, oh, you're just amazing. Like the thing that actually is annoying about this is that he falls for her really fast in my opinion obviously I don't know the exact time span of um of like what this like this whole thing was it could have been like maybe I don't think it was at their six month mark though like I think I swear to god it was only like three or four months that this took place and so I don't know I just don't understand how he's like all of a sudden super into her because also at the beginning they both hated each other and I know that that's how that love trope goes the um, enemies to lovers trope which is one of my favorites I understand that that's how that's supposed to work is that they hate each other and then they love each other but I feel like I didn't get enough angst (laughs) I needed more of the tension instead of just like two bits of tension with you know the the water glass and then the kiss scene that was it that's all the tension we got because then they got into hooking up and then like basically right when they started hooking up he was pretty much in love with her but he she couldn't figure it out for some reason so that was kind of annoying um but yeah so they're hooking up whatever um oh yes okay so we then go back to because obviously while this is all happening Um, The mom is getting closer, you know, in her wedding um, plans. And then Amina is going through her job interviews. So Amina ends up getting that job in Virginia. And um, Shay is obviously, you know, kind of disappointed. But she's like, oh, well, you know, I'll still be able to see her and whatever. But Amina immediately is like, I'm um, moving. I'm moving immediately. I'm moving to Virginia. TJ's coming with me. I'm ready to get out of Seattle. And then... (laughs) so they like are going out to dinner to celebrate Amina and she is shitting on Seattle so much like everything that she does she's like oh can't wait to get away from this so glad I'm fucking leaving and she's like okay um hey 
like, I know I'm supposed to be happy for you, but you're kind of hurting my feelings that you're so excited to, like, get away from me, basically. And Amina drops this bomb, which I have to say, I have to take uh, Shay's side to this, just because this was really rude. But basically, Amina was like, listen, I've wanted to leave Seattle for a long time. And, like, I had a different job opportunity where I could have left. But that means I would have had to leave you and, like, you haven't gotten over your dad dying. And so I felt like I couldn't do that because I'm tethered to you. (laughs) And um, Shay's like, tethered to me? Like, I'm sorry, but I didn't even know that this was a thing. Didn't even know that you had this job offer. I would have let you go. Like, obviously, like, I'm okay. But Amina was just like, no, you weren't okay. Like, all you do is work. You don't like do anything work consumes you because you're so obsessed with this job because it's what your dad loved to do and you need to get over it which I guess I was <laughs> I guess the beginning of this podcast when I said that I didn't love that thing about Shay now I'm like siding with Shay but like I guess I can see where Amina's coming from but she can't it's not fair to blame Shay on why she didn't choose that job, claiming that it was because she was staying for Shay. It's like, you never told Shay about that. Shay had no idea. I'm sure she wanted you to go um, take this job if it's something that you really wanted. Like, she never wants to hold back her friends. So that made me annoyed. And it made me annoyed that she said that. Um, but I can also agree with Amina because it sounds like Shay hasn't been a good friend for a long time because she's been so like enveloped with her dad dying and then she just like threw herself into work that's all she ever does but the other thing about that is Shay is really passionate about public radio like that is something that she actually really really does love genuinely like they talk about it a lot in this book all about the stuff that she likes about it so it's like it's not like she's doing a job that she just doesn't like just because her dad loved it like Her dad loved it, but so does she. And that was, like, their bond. And I don't know. So anyway, they end up getting in a huge fight and don't talk. So this is is in Chapter 25. I guess there's only, like... Okay, there's about 100 more pages left of the book. And they don't talk until, like, the very last few pages, which is pretty sad. Um, That was also another thing that because I immediately like looked up reviews on this book afterwards um and someone commented they were like what is the point of these like side characters like we don't know anything about them and that is kind of how I feel about Amina like she's not really in this book like she's in a few little pieces you know it's known that this is her best friend then they have this huge fight and then we don't even hear from Amina for a long time like the rest of the book and I'm like oh and she like moves to Virginia and she doesn't even come back until, like, the wedding. And that's when they make up um, Shay's mom's wedding. So it's like, whoa, you're, like, gone. You moved away. You could care less. Like, they don't even talk or make up or anything. I'm like, wow, that sucks. So I don't love that, like, how how the friendship just seems kind of weird. Like, truly the only people you know the most of are obviously Shay and Dominic, but... It's just interesting. So anyway, so she calls Dominic over because now they're like, you know, hooking up all the time, hanging out all the time. They're basically dating, but neither of them wants to admit it. And he literally is like, do you want to meet my parents? (laughs) She's like, oh, yeah, that would be fine. What? No, that means he likes you. Like, ugh, she's so stupid. So, you know, she meets the parents, um, but then she starts getting freaked out because she's like, I can't do a casual thing with someone with someone that I'm like basically falling in love with like I'm meeting his parents I want to be his girlfriend but instead of I don't know telling him that I'll read you I'll read you this whole thing because it pissed me off so bad um this is what they do on their ride home from meeting the parents they had like a great time basically they were in love with each other this is what she does I'm not sure if I can do casual anymore He pulls the parking brake. What? God, don't make me repeat it, but I do. And when I feel his hand on my shoulder, I shrink against the seat. I hate how right this feels. 
And that's the reason I have to end it. Prevent something seemingly casual from warping my sense of reality when I fear it already has. Because of my parents? The confusion in his tone is evident. No, not that. Well, kind of, but no. I like you too much to keep pretending I don't. I like you too much to not get attached because I'm already far more attached than I've ever thought I'd be and anything else is going to kill me. That's in her head, by the way. That makes a lot of sense. I'm sorry. I, I want to be able to explain it, but I'm not sure I can. With the show, it's just too complicated. There, there, that can be my excuse. He looks away like I've just told him I'm breaking up with him, which in a way I am. His face is a mix of confusion and hurt, his brows knit together, his eyes wide. If I look at him a moment longer, I might try to take it all back. See, like, okay, this little paragraph right there, that is showing you that he is very sad that you guys are not going to be hanging out anymore. Like, he wants to be with you, and he's very, very upset by this. If it was just a casual thing, if you were just like, hey, I don't really want to do this anymore, he'd be like, okay, whatever. There you go. Shay, he says, let's talk about this, please. I shake my head. I can't. I'm sorry. I just can't. And before he can say anything, I swing open the car door, head for my house, and I have to force myself not to look back. So this is how she handles a lot of situations. She just leaves. She, like, throws a weird little, like, temper tantrum thing and then flees and then doesn't talk to anyone. And I'm like, okay, good one. So then they stop having sex, obviously. Dominic and her have to go back to being co-workers. Um... And they have to pretend that everything is fine, even though when they are on the radio, it does get a little awkward because um, they're both in love with each other, but they won't say it. So anyway, they do this podcast episode that Shay had really been wanting to do about like how you like lose a loved one and then you can um, like how you can love someone again. And she brings on her mom and Phil so they could talk about it. And um, that podcast does really, really well. And it gets them in, like, the top 100. And so they get invited to PodCon in Texas. So Dominic and um, Dominic and Shay are really excited. And wait, was this before? Oh, yes. Okay. So they get, a, they get accepted to PodCon and they're going to go. Before that happens, Dominic pulls Shay aside and is like, listen, if we're going to go to PodCon, we need to be on like good speaking terms because from their weird little breakup, they just like didn't talk to each other, didn't hang out, didn't do anything. And so he's like, listen, we have to like be able to talk to each other, which yes, Dominic, I agree. Shay is being annoying. So he's like, listen, like I like you and she's like what (laughs) he's like I don't like it's not that I miss having sex with you like yes I do but like I miss being with you and I miss hanging out with you and I want to date you and I want you to be my girlfriend and she's like oh my god I want to be your girlfriend and so then they start dating so now they're secretly dating they go to podcon but then they're like oh you know what this would actually be really good radio if we just tell everyone at podcon like let's just announce that we got back together Still sort of lying, like still pretending that they dated in the past, but be like, look, we got back together and now we're together and now we can do the show. And then it's like less of a lie because at least they would be actually dating and giving advice, whatever. And everyone ships them like they get messages all the time being like, oh, I would love if they got back together. La la la. So, you know, not a bad plan. So they go to PodCon and they're doing like a live show. And it gets to the part where they start, like, asking for people, you know, to chime in or ask any questions. And they've noticed that this whole time that everyone was acting kind of weird. Like, while they were doing their show, not a whole lot of people were in it. Um, It seemed very tense, very awkward. And this lady comes up and she's like, so, okay, let's see if I can find it. Oh. He goes, yeah, I have a question. Did you think it was funny to deceive your listeners like this? And Shay's like, huh? So as it turns out, there is a tweet that go that went out basically um, exposing them being like they never dated and this whole thing was a lie. You know, thanks, whatever. 
And again, this is something that just doesn't make any sense to me, but the audience is pissed. They're like basically booing them off the stage. They're like getting, you know, the mic and being like, how could you do this? How could you lie to us? Whatever. And so Shay's, you know, tries to take control and she's like, fine. Okay. You know what? You're right. We didn't actually date. We didn't even like each other. Then we started the show. Then we started to really like each other. And now we're dating like Dominic back me up. And Dominic has intense stage fright. And so he is like having a full on panic attack at the show, freaks out, runs off the stage, doesn't say anything. And so everyone's like, boo, fuck you guys. And so Shay has to leave and is like utterly humiliated. So as you can imagine, um, Shay is not impressed with Dominic. So, you know, she she takes a second before she goes and yells at him so she goes to kent because um this is actually kind of a a little bit of a plot twist um but she figures out that the person who tweeted you know exposing them ended up being kent the literal like owner or i guess the boss of um the public radio station sent out the tweet like the person who made them do this show together so that this radio station could get money then exposed all of them and this was why apparently people really wanted to pick up the show and do it like in a different place and they could get more money but he didn't want that to happen um he obviously wanted to keep it all to himself and so he was like you know what i'm just gonna end the show like i'm just gonna ruin it for them and so then he sends out that tweet and then everyone was like oh well fuck these guys like i don't want them on my show and so now um the show's over. Like, you can't, you can't really come back from that. So, um, yeah, he basically pulls in. It's supposed to be all of them. It's supposed to be Shay, Dominic, and Ruthie, but it ends up just being Shay and Ruthie. And he's like, yeah, so, um, you guys could be, like, part-time producers if you want, uh, but you might be, like, out of a job. And Shay's like, literally, fuck you, because this guy also, Kent is very misogynistic throughout this entire book so sexist terrible only favors the guys um and yeah so it she finds out that like dominic is guaranteed like a hosting job but um shay and ruthie would have to fight each other i mean like one of them would have to choose who the part-time producer could be and then one of them would have to go and so shay's like fuck that no i'm out screw you so she quits. Ruthie also ends up quitting. Um, and so she goes back to Dominic and she's saying all this shit. And she's like, how could you leave me on that stage? And, but don't worry, like you still have a job and blah, blah, blah. And then he says something where kind of initiating that he is going to take that job. And that just like makes Shay so pissed off. She's like, after all of that, you're going to still work for the guy who ruined our careers and basically said like i'm shit out of luck you're still gonna work for him and he was like um and so they end up breaking up obviously this time i can be on shay's side because that was a little shitty um so yeah so then so basically where shay is at right now um amina and her aren't talking her mom's getting married doesn't know how she feels about that and now her new boyfriend um they broke up and she's just miserable terrible can't stop thinking about dominic la 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 anyway so the wedding happens amina and her make up yay um and so she's like great i have a friend but now she lives in virginia and so she's just trying to figure out her life she's like looking looking at job offers trying to figure stuff out um because she doesn't know what she wants to do she's been in public radio for 10 years she has no idea what she's doing she's 29 having a midlife crisis (laughs) except not even midlife she's having a crisis and so that's when one day she's hanging out with um ruthie and ruthie's new girlfriend and they're all chilling she's like looking for some jobs and ruthie's like oh my god you need to turn on the radio station right now and she's like what no i don't want to listen to that crap and she's like no you have to right now turn it on so she turns it on and Dominic is literally on air. It's during like this pledge drive. Um, and the way he's making money is basically just going on this huge rant 
saying how much he messed up, how he loves Shay. He says on the air that he's in love with Shay, wants to be with her, he wants to apologize, he wants to make it all better. And so then there's this huge romantic scene that um, Ruthie drives Shay over to the radio station. Shay bursts in through the door and she's like, I love you too. And yeah, so then they get back together. That part actually was pretty cute. I have to say, my favorite thing about this entire book um, is the way that this woman wrote Dominic. And I've been seeing a ton of TikToks about this, but the way women write men is the way, like, that's the men that I want to date, is the ones that are written by women. <laughs> Which just means, am I even attracted to men at all? I don't know. <laughs> because I'm attracted to a woman's version of a man, which of course is the best version ever. Um, no offense. But it's just like, uh, the way she wrote him, I definitely fell in love with him. I wish Shay would have been more into it. Like, I wish, ugh, there's so much that I wish. But anyway. So yeah, so then they get together in the end, and there's a little epilogue where they, they move in together, which was a little weird. See, this is also weird. They move in together after three months of dating, and he's only 24. Oh, and there's this big, huge other plot point. He's only been with one other person, because again, he's 24, and he like dated this girl all throughout college, then they broke up. So he's only been with one person. Now he's just in love with Shay and like what like they're gonna they're just gonna be together forever like he's only gonna date two people and he's 24 and he's moving in with her like that seems a little weird but then also for Shay it's like she's 29 so like she wants that to happen I don't know but overall I know I just shat on it for about an hour but it actually was really good <laughs> I really enjoyed it it was a nice easy read and I feel like it's a good read to get me back into reading because I know the next two books are going to be a little bit more intense where this is like light and flowy and had some cheesy moments and definitely a lot of weird plot points that don't really make sense. But you know what? It was perfect. It was perfect for what I needed and it was cute and it was summery. And honestly, I wouldn't mind, um, I wouldn't mind falling in love with someone and having a little podcast show together because that's how they ended as well so she's obviously still looking for jobs but they decide to start a podcast because that's where they were more popular on was because they had the public radio station and then it went into a podcast like if you didn't listen to it live so they actually were super popular as a podcast so then they became little podcast hosts together and that's really cute I do like that idea <laughs> so if anyone's listening and wants to date and wants to have be on the show with me and be my host. There we go. <laughs> kidding. Totally kidding. But yeah, so that was the X talk. Um, like I said, if you're into cheesy romantic stuff like that, I recommend it. And I know I obviously just said the entire book out to you, but it's very different when you actually read it. So read it for yourself. They do have some good um, saucy scenes in there, which I definitely love in a book. It's kind of disappointing if a book doesn't have those scenes. So, um, if you're into that as well, definitely a good one. Definitely a good one. Um, but yeah, so that kind of ends today's episode. And before I finish, I just want to say we reached a big milestone, um, together as a podcast we reached over 500 downloads, which is so awesome because this is literally going to be episode, I think, 24 or 25. I don't know which order I'm doing, but we've only hit about like 25 episodes and we have 500 downloads. That's freaking awesome. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see, you know, where this podcast is going to go. Like I said, it's really just something fun for me to do and I'm I honestly ecstatic that people are even listening to this, let alone like people have downloaded this 500 times. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just crazy. And so I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for all of you. Um, and it would mean a lot if you left me a review on Apple podcasts that helps out my podcast a lot. So more people can find it and more people can listen and enjoy it just like you guys have. 
So yeah, so that is where I'm ending today's episode. I hope you guys all enjoyed it and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.